Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from the future. This is Brandon, the host and creator of Monster Eight the Pilot. You're getting this odd introduction due to the fact that Brandon used to have music on the podcast, and uh, that day finally came, and I'm starting to get episodes struck down. So I'm going through and getting all the music remo- removed. So you're getting this fun introduction to go over any time I had music playing at the beginning of the show. Um, if I'm not able to cut around it, like sometimes I talk over the music, so that's why this is here. Uh, yeah, so if there are references to songs or I seem to be talking about a song, I'm like, hey, I've got these three songs later. You know, look in the description of what they were. They will be cut out. I am working on it. It will take some time. Hopefully I don't get the ban while working on this stuff because a lot of these episodes are in the archives. And getting them out of the archives takes like 12 hours. But other than that, enjoy the show. Like I said, it's, uh, you know, I kind of fucked up by not knowing... Uh, but not understanding what I was reading when saying that Spotify Anchor allowed music on the podcast. I misunderstood what that meant. Anyways, yeah, it sucks, but we all get through it together. Enjoy the episode. It's the best episode ever. This is, Whatever episode this is on, it's the best episode ever. So listen, like, share, subscribe, support, all the fun stuff. Thank you. I guess I have to, you know, we all have to go through it all. We have to get old. We all have to fade away. Wow. <laughs> oh, maybe you rethink the Springsteen Song of the Week by saying that. But I, I think we're going to stick with it. We're going to stick with it. Yeah. Because I don't think Fade Away Off the River works. But whatever. Who fucking cares? I'm jumping ahead of myself. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you have checked me out if you have. Uh, thank you for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, spread the good word. Uh, you know, Spitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, Google, Apple, Google... Uh, shit. Let's start over. Google, Apple, Radio Public, Stitcher, Amazon, Spotify, and Anchor. I think I got them there. Anchor, the sponsor of the podcast, so thank you so much for that. Um, like I said, if you uh, know somebody who'd be interested, let them know. Each, you know, getting better one day at a time, I guess. I don't know. Fucking birthday's tomorrow. I don't know what to do about it. Still haven't decided what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm going to go down to the old uh, Portsmouth or we're going to go over to... Uh, I don't know, take a road trip somewhere, head north or some shit. I haven't decided yet. I'm still figuring it all out on the fly. Um, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. I think we've got a little, i got a little decent show here planned. Um, I'm going to correct a few things I said two episodes ago because I forgot to update it last episode. Uh, I've got some fun stuff to talk about. A nice little good sad thing to talk about. A good sad. Uh, irritation is down, so that's cool. But I'm still pretty fucking irritated. That's how irritated I really was. And I'm still kind of irritated. Um, and like me, like, you know, I talked to my mom today. She's like, oh, so you're doing okay? Kind of checking in on my irritation. And you know what I do? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, what's she talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, on the podcast, I talk about how fucking irritated I am all the time. <laughs> like a good mother, she checks in. I'm just kind of like, what? what's she talking about? But I am going to update a story. I told that story about my dad getting drunk at my aunt's house and puking everywhere and having to take care of a bat the next day. My mom corrected me. It was not a bat. It was a copperhead. A snake had gotten to the house, and he had to take care of that. And uh, she also pointed out that, you know, I didn't mention that he threw up all over the bathroom wall. I didn't know that part. I forgot about that part. I don't think I ever saw it. It may have been brought up to me, but I forgot about that little nice inkling of the story. <laughs> And, like, uh, we left him there at my aunt's house. My brother Tom had to drive him home. Like I said, my brother's Tom's birthday a couple days ago. Happy birthday to him. Also, happy birthday to my good brother Aaron. Uh, One of my uh, good, good, good pals. Good pals, good pal, great pal, wonderful pal, Aaron. He's, uh, like, probably, like, 45 or some shit now. (laughs) No, how 
34? I can't remember how much older he is than me. Two years, three years, maybe he's 35. I don't fucking care. You know, he looks day not a day over 25 in the right light. <laughs> oh, where are we? What have we even got? I don't even know if I've done everything. The opening song of the night was Joe Purdy's Washed Away. Uh, wonderful song. Heard it the first time in Lost. Was it episode three? Tabula Rasa. Um, that's what I'm going to correct, I guess. Let's just get into it. Um, I watched the... Because I talked about TV the other day. I didn't mention that I updated the Lost rewatch to Greater Good and uh, Born to Run. I thought it's so ironic that I could not... Re- that I mixed up... Uh, I said it was what Kate did. And that's in season two. How the fuck does a guy who's obsessed with Springsteen forget that Born to Run is an episode in season one of uh, Lost? I thought it was hilarious. Like when I started, I'm like, wait a second. It's not what Kate did. It's Born to Run, you idiot. God, hit myself in the face. <laughs> oh. And then a peach juice update. I'm down to one bottle of peach juice. So, hell yeah. Seven bottles of peach juice down, one to go. Oh, it's wonderful. It still tastes wonderful. I haven't got sick of it at all, man. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Peach juice is wonderful. Not to sponsor the podcast, but I would take them in a fucking heartbeat. Yes, I would. As long as they gave me free bottles of peach juice for life, I would... Mm, I, what, what's the kids call it now? You're a stan? Like that? S-T-A-N? Whenever you're a fan of something, you're a stan? I don't understand it, but hey, that's what it is now. Anyway, and also I forgot to talk about in the Lost Rewatch doing Do No Harm. I'm not sure if it's the first time Life and Death is played. The uh, song uh, Giacchino composed for the TV show. I think it's the first time Life and Death's played. Oh, what a piece of music that is. Just brings those tears to your eyes. And the way they're kind of, you know, doing the whole, like, kind of almost like cycle of life and death. With the death of Boone and then the birth of Aaron at the same time. It's just so beautiful. And then also you have, like, kind of everybody's so happy with, uh, you know, Claire's having her baby and all that. And then I think, uh, who... Let's Jack know. I think it's Charlie. He touches Jack on the arm and kind of like nods over and you see Shannon walking up. Shannon and Saeed after they just got done doing the thing. If you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my boy Saeed. <laughs> uh, he has to go up and tell Shannon that Boone died. And it's like the best that... I think is the best uh, part for Shannon is Maggie Grace during like that scene and her breaking down over Boone's body. Oh, it's so tough to watch. It's so beautiful. Like I said, that was one really incredible part of uh, Lost was the music. The music was always great, especially in the constant. The end is a great song. Oh, not the end. Uh, Moving On is a wonderful song. Life and Death. Life and Death is beautiful. It's like one of the one things I really know how to play on piano. Uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, but then, like I said, Greater Good's kind of cool. Um, makes you kind of hate governments. <laughs> you know, they force Saeed. Or they don't, you know, they get Saeed to infiltrate a terrorist cell. And then, um, you know, because it's full of his old friends. One of them is his old friends. So, you know, he goes in there and his old, like his friend is not really interested in doing this whole terrorist thing. And they force Saeed to get him to go through with it. And then, like, you know, he lets it know at the end the guy kills himself. And, you know, that way to guilt on Saeed. Ugh. You know, because you got to carry that stuff with you when you cause somebody's death. You know, he talks about it with Charlie. After Charlie kills Ethan in Homecoming. Oh, man. Great show. Great show. Born to Run's an alright episode. Doesn't live up to the title. But, you know, it's a pretty solid episode. I think it's better than whatever the case may be uh, for Kate Centrix in the first season. I think, well, yeah, outside of Jack, yeah, Kate gets the most Centrix. Um, 
So I'm up to Exodus, and uh, since it's a two-parter, I'm not decided when I'm going to watch that yet. Maybe I'll watch it on my birthday. Um, why did I say it again? Why do I keep saying my birthday? That's so stupid, Brandon. Come on. Whatever. Whatever, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff. I haven't watched House of the Dragon yet, but somebody went ahead and spoiled it for me already, so great for them. I already knew what was... I know already... Like, when they told me what the plot point was, which is, um, you know, spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. You know, I guess I know when I'm four days behind, most people kind of watch it as it airs. Uh, you know, King Viserys dies. I knew that was going to come. I think it's different than how it is in the book. I think they said it happens at a wedding. I think it just happens in his sleep in the, in the, in the book, if I remember correctly. Like I said, it's been a couple years since I read the Fire and Blood stuff. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how that all kind of shakes out, how they do it, because it seems like Rainier is a little young for that, if I'm thinking correctly. Like I said, I, I just should go back and reread Fire and Blood. I know the big points. I still, like, the big points are, like, etched into your brain. It's wonderful. Ah, uh, you know, cool, cool stuff. I'm excited to watch that. I'll probably, I don't know when I'm going to watch it. Maybe tomorrow night. I don't know yet. I don't know, I'm recording on Tuesday. i got to work all day tomorrow, and I don't feel like recording late on Wednesday. I want to have this episode up for Wednesday. Whatever. That's the behind-the-scenes stuff. That's, that's, you know, that's pulling back the curtain too far, Brandon. Now you're showing how the movies are made, and you're losing the magic. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't decided yet. Like I said, I might go down to Portsmouth. You know, it is my niece's birthday as well. We share the birthday, and uh, I might go down there. Maybe I'll see a couple friends, see if I can get Lauren to commit to a date for the podcast, that son of a bitch. Um, yeah, because like, like I said, once him or my sister or Rob Thomas come on, floodgates open, I'll start inviting a whole bunch of different people on. It's like I, I'm just being held up by them. Mostly Rob Thomas. He's not answering. Uh, don't meet your heroes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, other than that, what's going on? In the world of sports, not a lot to talk about, I guess. Um, for hockey, though, uh, it's official. Zdeno Chara has retired, 45 years of age. That big son of a bitch. Oh, I love that guy. Oh, captain, my captain, Zdeno Chara, one of my favorite players of all time. Six foot nine, all six foot nine of them. Love every inch of him, man. Wonderful guy, great guy, wonderful guy. Um, yeah, officially retired, signed a one-day contract with the Bruins to retire a Bruin Hall of Famer, without a doubt, one of the best defenders who ever's played the game. Um, yeah, I, I love Z. You know, he was also Mr. Consistent. He was, you know, he was good with the Bruins until his last season. He was still good. You know what I mean? Even when, we, like, we let him go, it was just because we are trying to get a little bit younger, a little bit faster in defense. You know, it wasn't so much that he was not playing well anymore. I just don't think, I don't think he really could carry a whole regular season in a playoff anymore at that age. I mean, not, hardly anybody fucking can. Joe Thornton's not his age, and he fucking can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? I don't know, but yeah, like I said, I'm so happy to see him retire as a Bruins. Good to see him, uh, Charlie, Brad, uh, Patrice share a nice embrace. It was cool, you know. Great guys there, great group, great group of guys. Love Z. So congratulations, Zeno Char, on one of the greatest careers a defenseman in the NHL has ever had. Good for you, man. Love that guy. Got to lift the cup, big C on his chest. Like I said, one of the great captains too. Oh, other than that, what have I else I got going on tonight? I don't fucking know. Don't know. Oh, I guess I, you know, I try to stay out of like the social media bullshit. But some of my favorite stuff now is kind of the trash stuff. Um, is like British people losing their goddamn minds about Meghan Markle. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It makes no sense. None of it makes sense, and it's just the most wonderful thing to watch. 
I sit there and watched uh, like a eight minute video of this woman calling into a radio show to complain about how Megan and Harry held hands at the procession, and it was just wonderful. How this woman didn't have a reason why she was mad, but it just wasn't right. It's just not right. They just shouldn't be doing stuff like that. It's just not right. And now she, you know, she cried at the uh, at the funeral and how that was, you know, she was just trying to get on camera. Or I, I don't even fucking know. It's just, it's hilarious. Oh, she's trying to just to uh, put all of the attention on her. Oh, God, it's it's hysterical. It comes down the race, probably. You know what I mean? I, it, it got to. That's the only thing. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, her story kind of is like what, you know, little girls dream about all over the world. They, min- they meet the prince, and all of a sudden he fucking like, yeah, I'll marry her instead of my family duty or whatever the fuck. That's what, like, we've been telling girls to dream of their entire lives, and it happened to her. Good for fucking her. But, you know, it happens like, oh, well, that's not what we mean. Probably, I don't know. I don't fucking get it. But it's incredible to watch. Just British people just losing their mind. Piers Morgan is a piece of shit. It's funny. It's actually funny. It's the only thing entertaining he's ever fucking done that. He's a fucking total loser. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah, there's so many of them. It's been, it's been incredible. And like I said, uh, there was a, I've, I've been listening to the It's Always Sunny podcast, and, um, the girl who runs that, I can't remember her name. I think her name's Megan as well. I can't remember her name now. Shit, I'm sorry. Um, she was talking about how she has a friend in England who went to like primary school or private school, or whatever the fuck they call it over there. Whatever stupid name they came up with after America kicked their ass. Ha ha ha. Um, shit. Uh, that was in class with Harry. And they, you know, they're going around the class asking whatever you wanted to be when you grew up. And I guess Harry said he wanted to be a police officer. And everybody, like, laughed at him because, like, you can't be a police officer. You're the fucking prince. And it's like, oh, like she was talking about how, like, that's kind of oddly sad. That, you know, all this kid wants to do is kind of be, like, do a normal job. And everybody points out how he's not allowed to be normal. And it's like, oh, shit, that is kind of weird. Like, kind of that, you know... Ultimate first world problem, uh, you have to be a prince your entire life. You have to be, like, fucking set for life there, pal. You can't deal, you know, you're not allowed to work for a measly wage. <laughs> you have to be rich your entire life. <laughs> uh, I did see some, and they're like, <laughs> J.R. was sending them to me, because J.R. is also a horrible person. I want to make sure everybody knows that. Um, he sent them to me, and God, I did crack up. I fucking cracked up. It's mean, and it shouldn't be, but... You know, sometimes funny things are funny. He was sending me some football chants from different uh, teams, especially in, like, Scotland and stuff like that, who are not a fan of the Monarchs. <laughs> not a fan at all. You know, I saw some spray paint, you know, you spend $8 million on a funeral while, you know, our people fucking starve. You know, and they, I think they got a fucking point. Uh, but, no, nah, it was... Uh, God, I can't remember what fans. I know it was... Um, I think it was Hibs. I can't remember what crowd it was, but they were singing a song... Um, to a certain tune, was the, the the words were "Lizzie's in a box." <laughs> oh man, I felt so. I did. I just I cracked up so hard on it because like a lot of them are chanting. It's not like it's like three or four guys in uh on the streets. They're in the fucking crowd going crazy. One of them's during the moment of silence. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Uh, it's like a really shitty thing to do, but like I said, it cracked me up, man. I don't know. Sometimes some morbid shit cracks me up. Uh, but you really shouldn't. You should still respect somebody's death. No matter how kind of shitty they were. Because ultimately, they weren't shitty to everybody. And also, Queen Elizabeth, in like the grand scheme of the entire world, probably wasn't anywhere close to being that shitty. She didn't, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know anything about the goddamn monarchs. I don't give a shit. 
I mean, do they rule anything in my life? I never understood, like, the obsession, especially American people have with the monarchs over there. I don't get it. We kicked their ass for a fucking reason, man. We we put the boots to them, the size nines. Ugh. What's going on here? I don't know. Yeah, but like I said, I've just been watching those, like some of those Meghan Markle things, and it's just, it's incredible how much they just lose their fucking mind over nothing. Like I said, the hand-holding, and the woman sitting there just like, it's just not the right time, so the guy asks her, when is the right time? Well, I don't know. <laughs> then why the fuck are you complaining? Who wrote the book? Who's like, like oh, is this something that we don't know about? It's like, well, you know, I just, I just think it's the wrong time for him to be doing that. It's like, oh, but when these people came in holding hands with the problems, like, well, they weren't part of the actual procession. It's like, Jesus Christ, move the goalposts all you fucking want. Just say it. You know, she's, you know, she's not white, so I don't like her. That's all you have to fucking say. I'd actually have more respect for somebody who just came out and said that. And instead of just, like, making all these stupid mental gymnastic fucking arguments that mean fucking nothing, when really that's the actual argument. If you said that, I would respect you more. I mean, I wouldn't really respect you at all. I'd still think you're a piece of shit. But I would respect your argument more, because like, at least you're being fucking honest with me. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't get it. Meghan Markle's my fucking queen, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. we'll start another revolution. Put her in the fucking throne, man. That'd be dope. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, me and like a Manchester Liverpool fan, like I've taken on a lot of the Scouser beliefs and stuff like that. And the Scousers lean very, very, very left up there in Merseyside, Liverpool. Very, very left. And uh, not fans of the monarchs at all. At all. Not fans of the government. Not fans of the UK in general. I mean, we'd very much rather be... I like how we're saying we. Like, I've ever... I've not even been to the fucking place. I've never been to fucking England. I've never been to Merseyside. I've never seen a fucking Scouser live. You know what I mean? Uh, (laughs) I'm saying fucking we. (laughs) I'm so cool. I'm so goddamn cool. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Nah, but, like, God... Scousers would very much like to be their own thing. It's like, leave us the fuck alone. We don't like you. You don't like us. We don't give a shit. You know. Uh, it's, uh, I don't fucking, I, like I said, I've taken on that whole mentality with England, too. Like, fuck the rest of them. That's the only place I give a shit about. It's more, you know, the first, like, Islam, like a Muslim center was built in Liverpool. Like, it's, you know, the massive port. So it's like, you know, it's a place of the world. It's not some place where a bunch of fucking toothless, bad bad dental hygiene motherfuckers go to hang out. You know, it's a place of actual culture and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'm trying to take that break from social media, but it's impossible whenever work's slow. <laughs> it's so fucking hard. I don't know what we did. How what did people do at work when there was nothing to do all day before phones? I really don't understand it anymore. You know? I have no idea. How in the fuck did you do that? for like eight hours when there's nothing to do and you can't just kill some time on your phone. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I got on Instagram. I really hate Instagram anymore with the goddamn suggested fucking reels or whatever the fuck they call them. And you would think... Actually, my, one of my favorite things to do now is to literally, every time I run across a suggested one, is to say not interested and say this post made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Report it. <laughs> Report it for being inappropriate. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because fuck that. Don't suggest anything to me. You know what I mean? I'm my own person. I don't give a shit about what you think I would like. Um, but, what was I talking about? No, like I said, like, also, they don't know me at all. It's like, what the fuck about this 
any of my fucking likes thinks I want to watch a fucking, so I don't know, some like 22-year-old kid talk about, be wrong about football or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't get it. It's like, be wrong about sports, be wrong about anything, and make these, bleh, this content. That's all it is. It's not actually saying anything, it's just making content. And it's fucking surface level, it's nothing, it's pointless, it's all useless. I wish all of it would go away, like TikTok reels, whatever. Just take your goddamn... I wouldn't... I just wish... Why is there fucking cobwebs there? Um, I just wish we would go back to Instagram being about taking pictures of your goddamn food. That's all I wish. You know? That's all I want. I just wish all we did was take pictures of food again. It was beautiful. It was the best time... It was the best of times. It was definitely not the worst of times. Tale of two cities. I'm a smart guy. I'm well read. Um, <laughs> I'm on it tonight, ain't I? Whew. Um, yeah, but it's just... Now it's all it is is send me stupid shit, and they send me stuff about like the the fucking losers out there who like think basketball is like ball is life, guys, and it's the lamest fucking thing imaginable. Like Jesus Christ, basketball's the fucking worst. If you like basketball, good for you. It's fucking garbage. Like the NBA is the worst fucking league. It's without a doubt the worst fucking league. Like it was fun in the '90s when David Stern was like openly corrupt. It was fucking wonderful, and like at the same time it was like super fucking shitty. Like, man, like, yeah, fuck the ball's life stuff. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why do you give that much shit about something that you should have grown out of at, like, teenage years? There's, like, liking basketball, but think, like, I don't know, these guys who, like, travel around, play pickup games their entire lives, and I don't fucking know. It's fucking stupid. So they want to talk about ball is life, bro. Bro. I guess, I don't know. There's, I guess, I, I, I guess I'm singling out basketball, but there's so many other fucking things. Like, when people get really passionate about dumb shit, like... I don't know, like gym rats and shit like that. Like, uh, yeah, the gym bros. Bro, can you do like 12 fucking, can you do 12 chin-ups, bro? Fuck off. Like, you need to take a video of this. And I guess the main part that makes me mad is, for some reason, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter thinks that I find that shit interesting. I think that's the part that makes me the most mad, is that for some reason, they see all the stuff I like or I'm interested in, I post about or whatever, and their algorithm says, you will like this very stupid fucking video. I don't understand it. Whoever makes the algorithms, you know, shut down that computer, please. <laughs> shut down the internet for a while. That's what we really kind of need, I guess, is kind of to shut down the internet for a while. I don't fucking know. I'm on it tonight, ain't I? I am ranting and raving. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, shit. It's good times, isn't it? Oh, Nah, I guess we'll talk about the birthday stuff. Oh, 32 years of age. 31 years. Almost 32 years I've been on this earth. Uh, that's odd. I don't know. Have I learned anything? Probably not. <coughs> Excuse me. Learned how to fucking... Oh, cough. Jesus. Jesus. I don't know, man. Like I said, I... I don't celebrate my birthday that often. Like I said, especially since uh, my niece came in and took over my birthday. And now it's like, you know, I'm lucky if, like, anybody remembers that it's also my birthday. <laughs> nobody asked me to. Nobody asked me what presents I want this year. You know? <laughs> uh, nah, but I, I don't know. I just... I guess, I've, especially in the past couple years, I've disconnected from my birthday a lot. I don't know whether what it has to do with my issues from a couple years ago or whether that's a, a part of my mental makeup anymore of why I have so many issues with my... I don't have issues with my birthday. Like I said, I had that 
I was going through the shits at 30, so how much did that play into, like, my birthdays now? Because, like I said, I don't really care. I'm not, like, all, like, oh, shit, it's my birthday this weekend. I know, I still have friends who are older than me who talk about their fucking birthday month. Like, you know, they celebrate for their entire month of their birthday. This, and most of it has to do going out and getting fucking hammered, which, Jesus Christ. I mean, when are we going to have the intervention for most Americans with their fucking drinking? Like, Jesus. Like, we have to do everything with a fucking beer now. Oh, man, we got to go grocery shopping? Let me pound this beer, and it's going to be acceptable for me to walk around fucked up. Can't go to a goddamn, like, sporting event anymore without everybody just being drunk off their fucking ass. Maybe it's just the invention of phones that you see it so much more, but, man, I just see, like, every time you turn around, there's, like, some massive fight breaking out at some sporting event between fans of the same fucking team. And why? Probably because one of them was way too fucking drunk, probably screaming stupid obscenities in front of children, or, you know, making stupid remarks to a woman in front of them. So some guy's like, hey, stop talking to my girlfriend, or stop talking to my wife, or my fiancé, or my mom, or my sister, my daughter, or whatever like that. And then guy's like, oh, fuck you, man, I'm just having a good time, because I'm drunk. That's always my favorite, too, is whenever somebody's, like, drunk or drinking, and they use that as their excuse to just be horrible. Oh, sorry, I've been drinking. Like, I don't give a fuck, you know? Like, oh, I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I that happened. Me and my, I took my mom to a Blue Jackets game. There's this fucking kid in front of us, just disgustingly drunk, the entire game. And like, once like the Blue Jackets scored, he turned around. And he's trying to high five, and he's just like, he's he's got like his fucking stomach in my mom's face, and she's like, you need to back up, sir. And he's like, oh, sorry, I've been drinking. Like that doesn't give you a fucking excuse. That's not a get out of jail free card, you dumbass. The exact opposite. You need to be fucking more mindful when you're drink, trying to be more mindful of other people. When you're that fucking drunk. Oh, sorry, I've been drinking. Go fuck yourself. I hope he got in a fucking drunk driving accident that night, the piece of shit. Jesus. He was horrible. You know? And then, like, on top of it, I, I, I don't know. That, that game made me mad. We had great seats. It was wonderful. They were, for the most, especially because the Bruins won. Because, you know, the Bruins obviously won because the Blue Jackets are such fucking trash. It's wonderful. Um, but... There was another guy in front of us. He had like a seven-year-old daughter. Maybe she was seven. And like these people are fucking arguing and they're cursing. They're throwing out whatever. You know, just the lowest like, words that I don't even try to say on this podcast. Or when I say them, I apologize for them. Those type of words. And there was like this one woman, Bruins fan, because obviously Bruins fans, best fans of the world. You know, we, we look out for each other. We look out for everybody because we're great. Blue Jackets fans, bottom of the heap, trash, you know, bottom of the sea, like those blobfish-looking motherfuckers. That's what they are. Uh, she was like, hey, there's a fucking kid here, guys. Can we watch the language? And then, uh, you know, it's the end of the second period. Here comes Marshawn skating off. And the girl's dad just, like, gives Marshawn the fucking finger. I hate that motherfucker. Your fucking kid's sitting right beside you, dude. And, like, the drunk assholes beside her just keep infringing on her area because they're so fucking wasted drunk. She keeps, like, scooting over. And, like, you can tell she's just petrified of these guys because she's seven. And they keep, like, getting into her personal space. And the dad doesn't do a goddamn thing. You know why? Because he's a fucking wimp. He's a fucking wimp. Fuck that guy. Take his kids away. You know, it's probably, you know, it's probably the weekend he got to get her because, you know, he wasn't man enough to, you know, take care of his marriage. I'm really fucking talking shit now. Jesus. <laughs> woo, woo, I need to take a breath. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I don't know why I said that. My apologies. <laughs> Same time, he probably is divorced, though. 
Oof. I need to get out of that before I really start saying some wild shit. Oh, but anyway, it's my birthday, I guess. I guess that's what I started off with. with it's, it's my birthday, and like tomorrow or the day after. I said the last day of summer. Didn't get enough accomplished in the summer, but I feel like you feel like that at the end of every summer. It's like, oh, I didn't do everything I needed to do. Uh, but I got my financing stuff taken care of. I'm moving forward in life. Happy. 32 is going to be my year. I, I don't fucking know. Who cares? I'm going to continue to live life without the age restriction. You know, just it's a number for me now. You know, I'm 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 old. I understand that. My body tells me that every morning. I am old. I understand it. I am moving forward with that knowledge and trying to do my best. But, you know, it's not a, it's a fucking number. My hair also tells me that I'm old because it's got a big fucking bald spot. And uh, the stuff that's still there is pretty fucking gray. <laughs> so, I think I look distinguished, so thank you. Especially with the fucking chops mustache combo thing I got rocking. I look pretty goddamn good, I think. <laughs> Especially in all my floral t-shirts. I'm glad that at the age of 31, 32, I decided, you know what? Brandon's a floral t-shirt type of guy. And you know what? He was right. Past Brandon was right for future Brandon, for once. It was good. Well, but other than that, I will take the time already to say thank you for anybody who does reach out and say happy birthday. I'll probably see a few of you along the way. Still haven't decided 100%. I'm probably going down to the P-Town. <laughs> hey, I'll put that as a half-written song. Um, yeah, I'll see probably a few of you. Like I said, hopefully I can get in touch with Lauren's worthless fucking ass. And I can get him on this show. Ugh. I still can't believe I started talking shit about that guy's marriage. Never, you know, never said a fucking word to the guy. And I just assumed that, you know, he's only getting his daughter on the weekend because he, he wasn't man enough to take care of his marriage. <laughs> oh, man. Roasted. Ugh. I wouldn't even, like, if I saw that, if that guy knocked on my door right now, I'd have no idea if it was him. I would have zero idea. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so I guess it, let's jump into the Springsteen song of the week. And I think this is an easy one. If you know me for like associate my birthday for or whatever, who cares? I think it was easy. Like it's time to name it. I almost named it the first week, and then I switched to Jungle Land. It's Born to Run this week. Born to Run, ultimate birthday song. I think. Uh, do I have it queued up? I don't think I do. It's just it to me. It's the greatest song ever fucking written. I mean, I talk sometimes like Jungle Land is, but it it is Born to Run. It's such a beautiful song. It's got the fucking massive bridge. The dun 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 Oh yeah. It's just oh it's brilliance and it encapsulates an a timeless artist, a you know, an icon of music. It encapsulates him encapsulates him so perfectly. It's it's just absolutely it's it's yeah, it's the song of my life, man. So, let's see. Can I get this thing fucking going? Jesus Christ, man. Uh, yeah, so like yeah, like I said, off of 1975's Born to Run, it is Born to Run, which was song number five. I love how it just roars in the... Uh, I can't say enough about this fucking song. So this is Born to Run by Mr. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Oh my god. It's just an absolute fucking beaut of a song. Like, I can't, I, I, I can't, I can't right now. I, I, gotta, I gotta give it a second. I gotta give it a second. Holy shit. It's just such a great fucking song. It's just perfect in every single way. 
Um, like, Wendy, every... Uh, the woe, the... Oh, my... It, the lyrics are fucking perfect, you know. Sprung from cages out on Highway 9, chrome wheel, feel injected and stepping out over the line. Oh, man. Baby, this town rips the bones from your back. It's a death trap. It's a suicide rap. We gotta get out while we're young. Because tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. Goddamn. Goddamn. If I could write a song that was considered the worst version of the song ever created, I'd be very happy with myself. <laughs> like, there's just so much. Wrap your legs around these velvet rims and strap your hands across my engines. Ooh, the car represents freedom if you haven't figured that shit out yet. <laughs> oh, then like I said, then like I said, you had the big fucking like into the bridge, just the walk down the fucking scale and oh. and then what's he come back with after that epic moment? Like the just the greatest like outro verse chorus thing, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The highways jam with broken heroes on a last chance power drive. Everybody's out on the run tonight, but there's no place left to hide. Fucking shoot me, my God. Cross my heart, hope to fucking die. And then he continues. He continues. He doesn't even stop there. Together, Wendy will live with the sadness, and I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. Whoa! Someday, girl, I don't know when we're going to get to that place where we really want to go and we'll walk in the sun. But till then, tramps like us, baby, we were born to run. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> it's Bruce's birthday on Friday, by the way, so happy birthday to the boss. Jeez, man. Gah. Like, just a career-defining song. Like, oh, man. I don't even know. I really don't even know. Like, I don't have great words to say for this, because it's just, it's beyond words, beyond comprehension for me. My, my tiny, you know, Southern Ohio brain can't comprehend this, you know, New Jersey fucking sound, man. It's beautiful. It's too goddamn beautiful, you know? Ugh. Suicide Machines, that's a band. Oh, man. I, I, I Just looking over, there's just... Ah, oh, it just doesn't stop with the fucking lyrics, man. Like, like I said, that Highway Jam with Broken Heroes. Like, oh, fuck. It's just wonderful. Just beautiful. Just too good. Too good to be true. But it is true, because me and you both know that. And I like... <laughs> Sorry, I just looked up, uh, you know, I typed in the Born to Run lyrics just so I could read them out. And it says, Born to Run by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> I know they did a cover of it. Great job, Google. That's exactly right. You know, when people think of Born to Run, they think of Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <laughs> oh, man. But I believe that is my time for the birthday special podcast. I have been your host, Brandon. This is Monster Eight the Pilot. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for understanding. And if you've liked what you've heard, spread the good word. Uh, Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, Google, Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Anchor, also the sponsor of the podcast. So thank you for that. Um, <coughs> I got some coughs going, man. Maybe I'm dying. Maybe 32 knocks me out. You never know. You never know, man. Maybe it knocks me out, knocks me down, takes me out. I've had a good run, I guess. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Um, 
Yeah, like I say, if you like what you heard, spread a good word. Do your thing. Uh, like, share, subscribe, support. I will be back on Sunday with three songs. I guess I'll talk about whatever I end up deciding to do in the next couple days. Hopefully I have some decent sports talk. I don't think uh, no, Liverpool are not playing this weekend's international break. I don't think anybody's playing. I won't have much sports talk, I guess. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have a good time. We'll figure it all out on the fly. Maybe I'll have a confirmation date for my first guest on this fucking thing. You never know. You never know with Lauren Keller, man. You don't. You don't. You don't even know with my sister. And Rob Thomas, he may be on tour on right now. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But he's definitely ignoring me. And I'm not happy about that. Uh, but other than that, I will let you go for the night. Thank you so much once again. See you later. I will see you Sunday. Peace out. <laughs>